All right, everybody. Hey. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Who Wore It Best. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we look at cycles and trends in fashion over time and in celebrity over time, and we take them apart and tell you across all time and space known to humankind who wore it best. It's true. And we, as always, would like to start off with a moment of silence for Jen Rivers. Mm. Jonathan, can Much we talk? Love. Yeah. Is it too soon? What? Never mind. Uh, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, yeah. So I've been really excited. I've actually gone through uh, with summer vacation starting for my work. Uh, I've been cleaning a lot. Nice. So I cleaned up my classroom. It looks really good. Uh, students have made shelving units out of oh. pa- old pallets, mm-hmm. and they are now just filled with all of my pop very vinyls. Very trendy. Yeah. Making yeah. things out of pallets. Making, I thought yeah. that was going to, you know, it came in. I want to say 10 or 15 years ago, I thought it was going to go back out, but it okay. really has stuck around. But I wanted to bring up the fact that I started cleaning my room mm. and I've actually downgraded from four drawers to four drawer compartments. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's roughly about three drawers per compartment. So that's 12 compartments. 12, yep. So I've, I've gotten down to two um, and thought, let me let other Which people. Is eight, eight compartments? Now? Eight compartments. Okay. Now. Uh, let's just, you know, people enjoy mm. the idea that you can look as good as I do in my fun t-shirts. Yeah. You know, I, I started going through the ones that, uh, our friend Maggie has already guessed mm-hmm. correctly mm-hmm. of where they come from in pop culture. Right. And now I've given them to they've, the, they've to lost the their needy. purpose at this yeah, point. Yeah. For sure. How yeah. are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I, uh, just got back from some travel. And uh, it being conference season, I have to say that I'm really back to phoning it in on my wardrobe. Uh, okay. I have completely, I I've completely fallen off uh, the bandwagon. As you know, I was doing some of those uh, mail order uh, style designs. Yeah, go I online. hate the phone calls that they give you. Well, it's um, it's important when you leave most of the form blank, like I do, and kind of send a shrug emoji and say, "Do what you feel." Right. Uh, th- I, I appreciate that they go the extra step. Okay. And I'm not going to name names because I've I sort of churned through these services before mm-hmm. they eventually kick me as a customer. Uh, but the nice thing about conference season is I get those free conference t-shirts. Nice. So that's pretty much what I'm rocking that. And um, let me let me ask you this. I know this is a perennial question on the show, but I was recently in Portland for a conference where it was the hottest days of the year there. It got up to 103 wow. uh, on Sunday. And I refuse to break out my shorts. Okay. I, I don't said, ever break out shorts. Okay. Then I, I shouldn't ask you. No, I do you it every time. To. Yeah. And, and I'm always surprised by your answer. But it's just because I don't care enough to remember. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, um, I should apologize for that. But before I do, we both need to apologize to our listeners. Um, last week's yeah. episode about rompers and the uh, in, in now infamous romp hymns got a lot of feedback. A lot uh, of feedback. On Facebook and Twitter. Which I appreciate because it's always good to know that people are actually like caring about an issue. Yeah, you know that whole thing about like all attention is good attention? False. Yeah, it turns out like it's it's felt good for people to pay attention to us. But when we sat down and we tabulated the numbers, almost every comment we got was negative. Right. And um, I just want to say we were wrong in our stance. We see that maybe we come from a place of sort of an ivory tower position. It was the most 
negative comments I've ever seen on a post outside of Reddit, which yeah. scared me. Well, I'm glad you're staying out of 4chan. Yeah. Uh, so we're uh, we're gonna do something a little bit different today. Uh, you can you can hear our team coming in, uh, very excited. We're actually gonna reach back way way into history, not just into the cycles and trends of the last 20 years, 30 years, but what are the cycles going as far back as recorded history? Yeah. All right. Well, unless there's anything else, no, there's not. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Hey. Hello. Welcome back. And I'm delighted to say that after spending a lot of our show budget flying our guest here today, we have none other than fashion print mogul herself, Georgina Van Something. Georgina, welcome. Oh, hello. Hello, boys. Hello. We are delighted, just absolutely so out of our minds to yeah. have you here today. Oh, yes. I'm over the moon. We want to thank some of our listeners for giving us their miles. Uh, it was able to help us alleviate. Who would have thought uh, being, you know, in Europe, just like a, tr- a plane from Europe to mm-hmm. here and then round trip would be so expensive? Uh, well, when you're flying on very last minute notice from downtown Paris itself, uh, it, it turns out to be pretty expensive. Real expensive. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, listeners, uh, if in case you don't know and... I, anyone who listens to the show should know. Yeah. Uh, Miss Van Something is the editor in chief and the publicist and most, in fact, I, I don't, I don't know how you do it all, but oh, stop. Y- you practically produce the entirety. Oh, no. Stop. Of Eurozone Vogue. I do. I do. Th- I do that. Yes. Uh, which a lot of folks may not know. I'm, my understanding is it, it used to be that like Vogue in France was just like French Vogue. They had a team. Italy, same. Mm-hmm. I assume Germany. I don't read German. No. I don't read the others either. Uh, but now it's all been unified under the Eurozone. Yes, that's, uh, that is what I am uh, referred to in Europe uh, as a uniter. I uh, bring all the in the nation's vision of fashion together. I know that's been one big thing that you've been working on in Great Britain with Brexit and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been using your magazine as a way to sort of use fashion as a way to bring the community back together. Yes, no, you cannot uh, Brexit from Eurozone Vogue. That right. is, uh, I would say, the one thing that unites the continent still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I know that Brexit talks are beginning soon mm-hmm. uh, on the heels of a disastrous uh, emergency, well, uh, urgent election. It's hard to call it an emergency mm-hmm. when it was uh, called for almost no reason. But um, one thing that's becoming clear is mm-hmm. that the EU is not going to step down and allow the UK to form their own vogue. No, and that is because um, the fashion in 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 England is just um, mm, a a drab. Okay. How do you say right. um, uninspired? Mm. Just um, have you seen Ms. May? Yes. Oh, oh my! Absolutely. Mm. Uh, I, 
you could say she has uh, the look of a, a, a strong politician, a, a stateswoman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would uh, say no, that a true she, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that a lot of people have been taking a lot of uh, fashionness from, I, I guess, if there was a German Vogue from. Uh, er, uh, Merkel Mm -hmm. Angela Mm -hmm. Merkel yeah Angela Merkel oh yes no much uh, more vibrant she's just absolutely uh, joie de vivre in her her ensemble yeah I mean but even if you were just to take their two outfits and hang them Mm -hmm. side by side um, hands down Chancellor Merkel Mm -hmm. uh, is just the snappy yeah the uh, blue dress and the gold and white dress like which is which oh wow yeah Mm -hmm. what what are your thoughts on the the queen i mean queen elizabeth mm. has done a really amazing mm-hmm. job of setting a, a good fashion statement i would mm-hmm. say that diana while she was alive set a good fashion mm-hmm. statement and now you have uh princess kate is she is a duchess kate is i don't know the proper princess princess kate mm. uh she's setting a fashion trend mm-hmm. why don't we see more politicians dressing in the way of the royals mm. and not in the sense of sort of uh, characters that you would see in professional wrestling Mm. that is an excellent question um well i i would like to go back one moment um to the queen she and i actually know each other very well i know uh it may not look like it but we actually went to school together uh oh yeah i would never guess that uh in alsace and Mm. um so i adore her i think that she has made bold fashion choices with uh her headwear and um, she dresses her dogs up on a regular basis. Mm. Um, they're adorable. They're like dressed um, like little boy blue. Do mm-hmm. you know that painting? Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, uh, very classic. Very uh, mm-hmm. clean lines, curled hair. And, yeah. Uh, Evocative of the, the idealism of youth mm-hmm. and the innocence of children. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. I love the queen. Just the corgis and their their shape and the clothes and and I just think that the queen is so innovative. That's why she's asking for more money, right? Um, not to renovate, but to renovate her wardrobe. Oh, absolutely. Uh, now, if I understand this correctly, there there is a backdoor deal being struck to allow the UK to keep some of its debts owed to the EU, mm-hmm. uh, as long as the EU actually keeps the fashion lines that come out of mm-hmm. these decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a feeling that the folks in the, the UK, your sort of average person on the street is going to be upset about their, their sort of Royal fashion being co-opted. Uh, do you have any plans to head that off? I mean, I think that what we will do is highlight Royal fashions from all European nations okay. uh, throughout time. Uh, like again, I see myself as someone who is able to unite a vision of beauty and aesthetic. And um, I, I I can only imagine the inspiration we will uh, draw from like Pompeii from. Oh, mm-hmm, yeah. Or going all the way up to like uh, the bubonic plague. Okay. Oh, some very unique mm-hmm. fashion that came out of mm-hmm. there. Those uh, those plague masks alone. Mm, uh, yeah. Terrifying. Gorgeous. Um, gorgeous and terrifying terrifyingly gorgeous oh, yeah no i i'm just really excited I, I i know you marty hate when i try to bring up sports but i'm interested with uh the confederate cup that is taking place right now mm. uh germany is taking on chile uh i just 
your take on how soccer uniforms have changed from the the early 1900s to now uh, it's sort of like and I think in America when you see the differences between what early basketball uniforms look like mm-hmm. where you had shorts that went up to their thighs and you're talking about people that were six foot foot tall uh, and now you have you know shorts that go down to their knees mm-hmm. you have uh, people are people now wearing are now like, up to seven feet yeah, tall seven feet tall and then you have short sleeves now and not just the tank top so I'm just looking at the the uh, the international football. Oh, uniform. I was going to ask. I'm not familiar with the soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's um, football. Yeah. Football. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, I think, well, I'd like to actually speak about the future of the football. Ooh, okay. Oh, excellent. Uh, I think the shorts should be much shorter. Okay. Mm. Is that for movement purposes? Absolutely. Okay. And aesthetic and beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, these are people that. Running is their primary activity. Mm-hmm. I think showing some leg is the least you can do for the fans. That's true. I think with all fashion, you want to highlight your strength. And I think we can all agree that the football, their body is their strength. It's where they run from. It's where they mm. breathe from. Mm. from I also legs. would like to see some um, head headwear okay, oh. um, to protect against injury. And to highlight um, their strong necks. Mm. See, I never think of football players with strong necks, but you do head the ball a lot. It it reminds me, um, going back to, uh, if if I may dig into some of your uh, more research-based work, Mm. uh, I know you've got a team that's been working on some of the 3D scans at at Pompeii to reverse Mm -hmm. engineer some of the the fashions that those poor people were wearing uh, when Mm -hmm. they were solidified and and fossilized. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I'm remembering right, you also did some research into ancient sports. Mm -hmm. Um, the, The headdress thing reminds me of some of your publications on Mayan headwear Mm -hmm. in in their sort of Mm -hmm. proto-basketball sports. Do you you see some of that coming back? Oh, I would love to see us incorporate um, feathers and leaves, which Ah. were part of those um, traditional outfits. I think that may provide protection from the sun, like a shade almost. Oh, sure. Uh, you have to preserve your skin. You don't want it to uh, become wrinkled, especially if you're out footballing mm. uh, I, during the equator. Uh, during, is that right? Uh, I think on is the English uh. and on the equator. That's no. I think yeah. during the equator. Is it okay. yeah? Is it I, a time? I I assume that there's at some point. I mean, it is on the timeline, isn't it? Well, it is a line, and time is a, a right. Line. So you at some point have oh, to stand. Oh no, no, on time it. is a flat circle. Oh, oh. right. Well, as you go around the globe, of course. I mm-hmm. think we're saying the same thing mm-hmm. in, uh, in different I'm ways. sorry. I speak so many languages that uh, English Absolutely. is not... Absolutely. You know, and, and and as a uniter, I think it's it's so important um, to to sort of bring that melting pot of, mm-hmm. of Europe together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think with the exit of uh, the UK, uh, there will be a lot fewer English-speaking countries for you to, to worry about. True, true. Um, are you doing anything with respect to your printing uh, processes and your editing? Are, are your English-speaking um, editorial staff, are they in trouble? Oh, I, I don't think so. We will still need someone to get us coffee, to speak to the buyer in Arkansas or mm-hmm. Kansas. Is that? Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. I personally uh, order Eurozone Vogue uh, online. I, I order it direct, and which um, saves a lot of money because I do know that you guys have at least four hundred pages because you are having to write it in. Uh, Portuguese, you're writing it in Spanish, mm-hmm. you're writing it in French, you're writing it in German, um, and English. I mean, it, it's literally the like 10 magazines in one. Mm-hmm. We're considering one Esperanza okay. magazine. Oh. Mm-hmm. Considering. We don't know. Is there a geographic region you're targeting with that? or uh... The whole world. Excellent. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uniting us all. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, well... One of the things that I have been most curious about is the fashion line that you have been working on, which is purported to bring back fashion that hasn't been seen since perhaps before recorded history. It is very exciting. Yes, yes. Um, We're going to be looking to actually the first mammals for inspiration. Oh, my goodness. A lot of pockets, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of fur trim. Um, right. and, yeah. and bone. Speaking of fur trim, oh. I did see that you were looking at making, bringing back the loincloth. Absolutely. As, as a yes. party, uh, attire. Not, no longer the three piece suit, mm-hmm. just a loincloth. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I think that is appropriate for any party, right? Mm. Okay. Uh, if you are going somewhere, uh, and you want the elegance of fur. Right. Right. You have that. Uh, but if you're going somewhere and you want the sexiness of toplessness, you have that. You have that. It does have it all. Um, now, regionally, we don't have a lot of the same furs available here mm, in the, mm-hmm. the U.S. that are available uh, in Europe. Um, do you see that being a, a, a sort of a problem, a divergent fashion style that's that's only built out of local animals? Well, I think our, our transatlantic Cousins, cousins are always doing things with their own twist. Uh, right. You did democracy with your own twist. Mm. You are doing um, the president with your own twist. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so I, um, you, we'll see how it goes. You, you find your way. I, I'd like to ask your opinion uh, as somebody who is interested in going to more parties myself. Mm. Uh, I do look at the idea of the loincloth being something that would be very freeing and being sort of also a way to be a good icebreaker. I'm comfortable with with my body mm. to be able to go out there in this. He is uh, extremely comfortable with his body. I'm concerned, though, about me taking my shirt off and then having what some have said, uh, some politely, some rudely, uh, a, my man sweater as my, mm-hmm. my chest hair goes into my back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sort of Your covers hair my, shirt. my hair shirt. Like, is that your beaver pelt? Is it something that I need to remove when having the loincloth or do I try to find a loincloth that mixes in with my my natural hair? Your dryer lint. I'm sorry. I just wanted to be thorough. That one was a little bit rough. I don't think that was a fire hazard. I I don't think that was necessary. Okay, you're right. No, no. I think that uh, I mean, what you have on right now, darling, is amazing. Thank you. Um, but I do think that you want to highlight your assets. And if uh, a hirsute mm-hmm. uh, upper body is uh, a- an asset to you, I think that the loincloth is is your new summer look. Okay. I think you resort wear. Ooh, uh, hey, it's very good. Uh, well, that that discussion does remind me. Uh, reaching back into history, I have a business 
offer maybe we should talk about off the air mm. uh but uh, I think perhaps it might be time to reopen the beaver pelt trade from the U.S. to to Europe, uh, which was one of the things that made this country great originally. I think anything that we can do to tie our nations together will be a benefit. I mean, all people across the world deserve fine furs. Mm. Uh, you know how more. I feel about this. We're damned if we do and damned if we don't. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, speaking of tying it all together, I think it's time to play everybody's favorite game, Shaping or Draping. That's right. We've been taking your questions from our Facebook and Twitter pages. Mm -hmm. You can find us there at We Have to Ask or on our website at wehavetoask.com. And uh, we've been getting situations from you where you're worried. You're not sure about whether you should wear uh, the, the shiniest, tallest shoes you have or, or whether that will make you too tall and intimidating. Uh, all the way to um, it's hot. Should you cover up your arms because you think they're hideous right. or be free? Uh, Jonathan, do you have the, the first question? I do there? have the first question. Uh, so this is coming from Calvin at Calvin P33. Mm. Uh, and he writes that he is going to be going to see some fireworks in the next couple of days, mm-hmm. uh, 4th of July, as we all know. And he's just wondering, uh, what is the appropriate attire that he should be wearing to this? Is it a three-piece suit or is it his tuxedo t-shirt? Uh, I would say if he has some sort of like a one-piece long, long leg outfit. Oh, long. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought she was going to say romper. And well, I, I, really I was I actually excited about the idea that they may be making adult onesies. Oh, they absolutely do. Do they? Yes. You can find them on late night home shopping channel commercials. Oh. It's just oh, like, you mean the, like the Snuggie. It's like the Snuggie and the Slanket, but they're just full on adult onesie pajamas. No, I mean more like a cat suit. Like a, ah. Oh. Yeah. So very snug fitting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely shaping. Not mm-hmm. That's definitely mm-hmm. shaping. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would have to agree. One one thing that was missing from the question, and please, uh, listeners, if you could write with as much detail as possible, uh, it, it was not clear if these were professional fireworks or if these were at home in the backyard fireworks. And I have to say, if you're at home in the backyard, please avoid the draping. Yes. Mm-hmm. I definitely have had incidents in my family of severe burns. And uh, just just real loss of uh, family heirloom uh, clothing made out of yeah. ancient drapes. Uh, well, I've got the next one here. This is from Sally Q on Facebook, who writes, I'm going out with some coworkers at a new job, and I don't want to look too fancy or look like that girl. Mm. Uh, what should I wear to a local dining establishment that is also a national chain restaurant? Oh, definitely if she has uh, like mm, a halter that shows her midriff mm. and a, a ball gown skirt. Oh. It's a very, very up and down outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's casual for the halter top, if it's fancy for the ball gown. Ah, so you've covered your bases there. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's sort of a shaping and draping. See, si. party on top, you know, business on the bottom. I like it. It's like it's the mullet of outfits. Mm-hmm. And I've always said, and, and Marty, you've known that I've always said that there has to be some sort of mullet outfit that yeah. you could wear with a mullet. I think I think you still have some legs on the half Cinderella. You know, I think okay. you should go ahead and keep pushing that. Target can't keep saying no forever. Yeah, but sometimes I always feel like it's too close to midnight. Well. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I think we've got one more question. One there. more. Yes. Uh, this is another Twitter follower. 
uh, Annie G at Annie G. Sorry, mm. I always forget the at when it comes to Twitter. You know, when it's Twitter, like people can just find it. It's, okay, it's fine. At Annie G, our listeners are very smart. And that's G E E Z, and she said the Z was silent. But that was just for clarification purposes. Okay. It sounds uh, like a very long Twitter message. It was a very long Twitter message, and I it took me about two days to actually finish reading it because you know after 150 characters, and then it goes on for you know seven spots. It's just too you much. Got, you got tweet storms. Uh, I yeah. did get tweet storms, but yeah. so I'm just gonna sum it up real quick. Uh, movie theater, mm. and that's it. I mean, there was just way too much. They were talking about going to see Pirates of the Caribbean, and then also Spider-Man: Homecoming, and then like, is there the appropriate attire to wear to both? What is Johnny Depp's feeling about it? And all just, uh, movie theater. What are you during wearing? the summer? A bathing suit. Oh, ah. Okay, hold on. Two piece. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, yeah, that answers that. Definitely shaping. Um, or or even not. I guess we don't talk much about that third category: clothing that neither shapes you nor drapes <gasps> over you. No. I guess uh, that doesn't exist. Okay, we will not go. I feel like it. It does that. just shape. I mean, bikini shape. A one one piece shapes, unless you're a dude, and then at that point your trunks don't shape, but your speedo does. Yeah, shows a lot of edges. All right. Well, I'm I'm definitely getting the signal that I should not dig deeper into this. Uh, I feel like maybe I've tapped into some fashion. Taboos. I don't know who's giving you that signal, but I would be comfortable talking about trunks. Our our guest is uh, drawing her finger slowly across her throat in a very threatening way, uh, and out of out of great respect, I will be apologizing. We will be uh, but graceful. It, oh my goodness! Yes, I've never felt uh, both threatened and honored uh, at the same time in this way. Uh, but I think I think we will end it there. Uh, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much, Georgina von Something. Bonjour, au revoir, auf Wiedersehen. Yes, thank you, and uh, we we so look forward to the next issue of uh, Eurozone Vogue. Aren't you as tired as I am of all the cats litter getting oh, everywhere? Yeah. Well, thanks to the catwalk, we are now able to attach this wonderful maze to the litter box, and as the cat leaves, not only are you getting it a good exercise going in and out in and out of all the corners, but you're also getting a wonderful way of getting all that litter off their paws so that your floor stays clean. The catwalk. Meow. And we're back. Hey. Um... Well, uh, I went ahead and emptied out the checking account, okay. and uh, I just gave it to her. That makes sense. I mean, we're going to still have to pay for her dinner, and I think she's staying for a couple of days. Yeah, not anywhere near here, though. No. She's just going to go, she said. She wanted. She said something about trying to adjust our view of presidency, and she was going to go to Mar-a-Lago. Okay. Well, I'm glad that she's gone. Yeah, um, she is my just one of my fashion icons, and I absolutely respect her. Um, I'm glad you got to open that window on that sort of advent calendar esque mm. thing of like people you meet. I mean, that's the first one. Yeah, it is our our first celebrity. I'm worried that it's going to be a while before we can afford to have another one. Yeah, no, we're not on the show. Nope. Um, maybe some some charity work. Um, Maybe we could see if Isaac Mizrahi is free. He's on QVC. It'd probably be easy to call him up. Yeah. Or we could just tape some of it and do just one use, of those okay. yeah, sort of mystery science theater. The Weird Al uh, interview style that he does. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. It seems like a lot of work. 
Okay. Well, I thought we would just have a conversation. Okay, that's fine. We could do that too. I don't know. Um, folks, I know that you, you listen to this show for, uh, our hard hitting insights yes. and, um, and to share yours as well. So, uh, please let us know what you think. Uh, if you are okay with us changing the format of the show or if, uh, if you would like to be interviewed, maybe you've, hey, maybe our listeners yeah. have some fashion ideas. Um, they're probably pretty bad though, right? Probably. Like, okay. Yeah. We can edit that out. Uh, great. Well, Jonathan, I have to say I learned so much and I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, do you have any particular takeaways? Uh, you are super uncomfortable talking about speedos. It's true. And also I can finally be comfortable taking my shirt off and enjoying my, uh, man sweater. Well, that's now two things that I'm very uncomfortable talking about. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, uh, I'm very happy for you. Thank you. And I would never stoop to letting my discomfort uh, be a burden on you. So let it fly, man. You know, just let it loose. I'm going to do it right now. Okay. And here goes the old number two. All right, folks. That's going to do it. This has been another episode of Who Wore It Best. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, wasn't this lovely? Wasn't it wonderful? We'll see you all next time. This episode of Who Wore It Best is brought to you by The Catwalk. We'd like to thank our producers Amy and Herbie Lobsters, and thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehaftoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at wehaftoask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts from the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.